say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, this is Bill Hartzer, and this is the Digital Marketing with Bill Hartzer podcast for Thursday, August 11th, 2022. A lot of things to talk about today, so let's go ahead and get started. A um, little bit about Google Search Console. So Google, Google Search Console has actually been suffering some outages and, and you know causing issues with search quality um, and indexing of pages. And we'll get to you know talking about a little bit the about the four stages of search, um, um, calling, rendering, indexing, and ranking. But you know in a minute. But um, but anyway, so there have been some search quality issues, whereas you know certain pages kind of dropped out of the of the index for some for some particular reason. Um, that Google is actually has it, having uh, issues with that. Um, so that's that's been happening in the past several days. Um, and you know, Google Search Console itself has actually had these, have had some reporting issues, and those are reporting issues um, happen from time to time. Where basically the you know when you go into the uh, Google Search Console and you see the performance report of of you know the impressions and clicks and and so forth, um, that data may you know may be off, and um, it kind of takes them a few days to kind of catch up with some of that. Um, there may, you know, it may be also flagged that there was a reporting issue, a reporting issue on certain dates um, in there, but that happens. Um, keep in mind also with Google Search Console itself that um, a recent study, you know, by uh, Ahrefs, I believe it was Patrick Stocks, um, who did this study. So basically, they compared data from Google Search Console that was being reported with data that, uh, with uh, another source of data, I believe it was probably either log files or something similar to that, a more reliable and uh, data source. Compared to the, compared those that data and the Google, it, they actually figured out that Google Search Console only actually reports about fifty percent of the clicks that you're actually getting. Um, and I'm not, you know, exactly sure. You know, th that's just uh, off the top of my head of uh, as I remember, but the data that is shown in Google Search Console 
is not uh, accurate. And it's the same thing with Google Analytics. Google Analytics data is actually estimated data. And then at some point they may come back and, and refresh and give you better data. But there's, you know, there's other reasons why Google Analytics data is, is uh, just not accurate. Um, and, you know, because of the filters and, and all that, all that information um, that they have, but, and all the data that they have, but with it, that they filter it out. And, and also keep in mind that it's relies on JavaScript. And so, you know, there may be reasons why that JavaScript code may not execute or, you know, and not record a visit. Um, so the most accurate information, uh, yeah, is not from Google Search Console, it's not from Google Analytics, it's from your website log files. And so um, that's the most accurate. And and we've I, I've come across this several times as a an expert witness in many uh, legal cases. And um, and the fact of the matter is, is that Google Search Console data and and uh, Google Analytics data is just not uh, accurate enough to you know be relied upon, um, especially in you know when it comes down to a court of law, um, that it's just not as accurate enough, and um, especially Google Analytics data. So um, a little bit more information. So a little bit. A little, there was a discussion about Google Lens data um, and whether or not that would be included in Google Search Console. Uh, the right now we currently have organic search data, we have image search data, um, we have uh, Google Discover data, and we have Google News data. If you're if you are a new a news website, so that uh, is what we have. So the Google Lens data. I don't think as I read um, um, some information about it, you know, when it was, when some people from, from representatives of Google were asked, um, I don't think it sounded to me like they don't plan on having that data in Google Search Console um, anytime soon. Maybe it's a, a, they probably would give it. Um, however, most likely, it may be used, it may be on another platform. It may be um, data that um, they can't easily move um, from Google Lens over to Google's Google Search Console. There's, you know, there may be other reasons. I don't think it's a reason. I don't think that they're doing it. Uh, you know, they're not giving us the data because, uh, you know, because they don't want us to have it. I think it may, you know, there may, there's probably more to it. Um, so I'm seeing, you know, we're getting, you know, it is August, beginning of August, but or almost the middle of August now. Um, and it's time, if you haven't already, just kind of start making your plans for the fall, um, essentially, you know, essentially the fall or the latest half of, of 2022 the uh, conference season and typically you know the typically uh, before COVID we had uh, a lot of in-person conferences and uh, the conference the fall conference season um, essentially you know starts kind of around September 
end of September, you know, October and November um, are really heavy with uh, conference in-person conferences, and they have been for years. But obviously, you know, we all went to remote conferences and 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 so forth, and conferences in person were essentially canceled. Um, you know, I'm I'm still at this point, especially when the search and digital marketing, um, they're just there. There's some that have come back in person, but we're not nearly as back as we where we were, uh, you know, a year or two prior to COVID. So in-person in -person conferences are still really suffering um, from attendance. And, you know, even if it's people, who, you know, if it's even if it's in a major city and um, there are, you know, people in that city who would attend normally, who would normally attend, frankly, they're not, you know, it's, they're just not going um, as the, like they used to. So PubCon Las Vegas, PubCon Vegas, um, conference that I've looked, you know, that I've always uh, looked at um, and look forward to and uh, every single year. Um, I'm now a little closer to Vegas than than I was before as far as um, where, you know, where my, my home is. Um, but, you know, PubCon, PubCon Vegas, um, it just didn't make sense for them. Um, costs are higher and the attendance um, is um, in, in question. And so PubCon Vegas has been canceled for this year. The next one that's PubCon is gonna be in Austin, Texas. Um, in, uh, uh, I believe in February, but don't quote me on that right now, but it's, it's going to be, you know, uh, not, not, not this year, not this year, but next, um, you know, next, next year in Austin, Texas. Um, the U.S. Search Awards are going to be in person. Um, there is an event in Las Vegas, um, uh, and an evening event, um, in October. And so that, uh, I've always, you know, looked forward to that because I'm I'm a judge and the US search awards have been for many years. And typically um that event coincides with Pub PubCon Las Vegas. So basically they'd have PubCon um Vegas during that week and then one of the evenings would be the US search awards. So and that made it convenient. Um there is a recent uh, digital marketing summit. I was I was uh uh, following somebody who was speaking um, at uh, the New York um, Digital Marketing Summit. And overall, my impression is that they had lower attendance, even being in New York City. Um, some sessions, his session in particular, had only eight, you know, had 80 attendees. And so even though it went well, um, it turned out that just the session, you know, the session that sounded to me like they just, there were not a lot of attendees um, and 80 seems to be kind of low for digital marketing, you know, digital summit. Um, upcoming state of search conferences in October in Dallas. Um, I believe this uh, around the October 23rd, the, uh, the Monday and Tuesday of that week. Um, I plan on uh, being there. I will provide, I will be doing the closing keynote address there um and that's always a, a good conference um it is in a small a little smaller venue this year so i'm um, looking forward to uh, the upcoming state of search conference in october in dallas 
Um, SEO Rockstars um, is uh, is going to be in Dallas. It's typically been in Las Vegas in November. Um, SEO Rockstars will be in the first week of around the first week of November um, in Dallas. And uh, search 2022 Search Engine Land Awards, the Landy Awards. Um, there's an entry deadline coming up September 9th. And um, I'm not sure when the, I didn't look to see when those awards were, but um, if you do, you know, anything in, in search, just for marketing, et cetera, you probably want to enter the search engine land uh, awards. Um, SMX next. So SMX, you know, SMX advanced and SMS conferences. Um, I've really all, you know, always look forward to those being in person, especially the ones that are in San Jose. Um, how well, you know, every year uh, it had been search engine strategies, then, you know, then SMX and so forth. Again, SMX next is going to, um, it's online, um, not in person. Um, SMX next, November 15th and 16th, 2022. Um, SMX next, there's a deadline for speaker pitches coming up September 15th. So if you want to speak at SMX next, um, which is remote. It is online. Um, and uh, the pitch is the, if you want to pitch and, and you want to speak, um, you, act, you do have to pitch unless you are a, unless you are uh, a speaker that they typically have had uh, over the years and, and you have an agreement with them already. Um, you do need to pitch. And um, so September 15th, um, anybody who is even if you have a year or two experience in SEO, digital marketing, pay-per-click, et cetera, uh, you need to get out and and pitch and pitch to speak at these conferences. Um, that's how kind of I got my start. Um, I had a couple years, you know, um, SEO experience, but uh, I remember my first conference I pitched to as an in-house SEO back in uh, um, around 2001, 2002, something like that, that time frame, beginning of 2000s. And, um, you know, I spoke at, uh, in Toronto and that was a, a great opportunity for me. And then uh, I would never look back. Um, so there's an interesting article. I know, you know, um, I know uh, Chris Silversmith. I was going through the articles this week um, and, uh, you know, I actually picked this article topic to point out um, even before I knew who had written the article. So if I had known who written the article, I was obviously very much so picked it out. But actually, it's uh, such a good article that we need to actually address. Um, and so if you're an SEO, if you do any kind of digital marketing, anything, you need to understand how search works and then how you can verify each stage of the of these four different stages of search. So the first, very first is crawling. Um, and you know, you have to have a web page or a URL for 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 uh you know for the search engines to crawl. What's you know what's uh so yeah, there has to be a unique URL um, that, you know, the search engines crawl. That does not mean that they actually will, you know, rank your site. I mean, it used to be that tip, 
you know, typically it was just crawling and ranking years ago. But now we have these four stages of crawling and then we have rendering. So they actually, you know, so for example, if you have, you know, part of your site requires uh, JavaScript. Um, for example, if you're using in links for your internal links and um, to create, uh, and also to create uh, um, uh, schema markup code on your site, they actually have to render the page. So crawling and rendering are actually two different processes. And then once your that page is, you know, worthy enough for them to index it, then they will decide to index that page. And uh, sometimes that happens quickly. Sometimes it does not. Indexing doesn't necessarily mean ranking that, you know, that you'll actually even show up in the top 100. You can have that uh, page indexed, crawled and indexed, crawled, rendered and indexed, and you can't even find it in the top 100 results. Um, so that's, you know, that that's uh, separate. <clears throat> so how do you verify that each of these have been done? You can really kind of only verify three of those, crawling, indexing, and ranking. The rendering part, there are kind of ways to verify that. So how would you verify crawling? Well, you can go into Google Search Console and look at their crawl, you know, their, their crawling data, right? Um, that data does not actually corresponds with the log site, your logs, your uh, website log files. Um, so your the so what I would recommend is use something, a tool um, to basically analyze your website log files to make sure that Google actually you know actually did visit that particular page and are visiting you know that those particular pages. Um, if you use log file, you know, analysis, and you can compare that with some tools, you can compare that with the, the um, with Google Search Console crawling data and see, and they'll tell you, we call, you know, in Google Search Console, we'll they'll tell you specifically, oh, well, we called 101 pages today or on that day. <clears throat> but you may actually find that based on the uh, the uh, log files, they actually crawled 157 pages. So, you know, that that data, you know, that's how you verify. Um, the rendering part, you can, um, you can kind you know, depending on what you have that needs, you know, how different the page is, based on the content versus um, when you have JavaScript, for example, turned off. Um, the, you know, if you're so used to something like interlinks to generate, you know, schema markup code and, and also to um, generate links, internal links on the site, um, in that particular case, the JavaScript code actually has to be, you know, actually has to be executed. And so they have to do that. They had to render the page. Um, that's a separate process. You can't, I, you know, unless you're going to actually search for particular words that only showed up when they rendered the page uh, and to see if those pages are, you know, are are indexed. There's not, I don't know of, you know, I, I will investigate this a little bit, a little bit more, but 
there's not really any real evidence or what a real way to to see if Google actually rendered the page. There's testing tools out there, but like I said, you can't really verify that they actually did. Now indexing, you can put the URL into the Google search box and see if the, that page comes up. And if that URL comes up, sure, they they you know they index the page, right? And and ranking, obviously, we can use ranking checkers, and you can search for a keyword, and obviously see if it's ranking or not. Um, that you can you know you can verify rankings. So those are kind of the four stages of search. Um, and uh, definitely when we do SEO audits, technical, technical SEO audits, SEO audits want to include log files, um, look at the crawling activity, et cetera. Um, and then also, you know, the the uh, you want to see which pages are being crawled but not indexed and so forth, which ones are being excluded. You know, that's and that's a whole other discussion, but typically um, in Google Search Console, it's one area you want to look at um, is is uh, whether, you know, which pages they are crawling, but they're not indexing. It's obviously you want, if they crawl a page, you want to, you want to get it indexed, right? So moving on. So um, Wix has actually been a topic for, you know, amongst SEOs for many years um, that basically, you know, Wix is a, a Wix.com, W-I-X.com is a, a content management system. Um, and that basically when you have a Wix site, um, that, you know, SEOs have typically over the years have said, well, you know, that's the lowest of the low and you can't, you know, you can't get a Wix site to, to, you know, any pages to rank and so forth in the search engines and in results and et cetera. Well, <coughs> based on my, my personal experience, I can tell you specifically that's, you know, they have, you know, they, they've, uh, they've come a long way. Wix has come a long way over the years. They have even had an SEO contest um, a while back. And that was interesting. Um, they also have done a lot of new enhancements and things in the back end that has really gratefully improved Wix recently related to um, SEO. Um, so I went through a process where I kind of uh, went through and tested and reviewed um, various uh, content management systems and kind of went through the whole process of, okay, we want to create a new website where, you know, what CMS, what, what are the major CMSs out there? Why will we, why would we use one versus the other and so forth? For example, you know, my kind of my findings, if you're going to use, and my experience is also, you know, yeah, uh, played, played a part into this, is that if, you know, for example, if you're going to use that, you know, just have smear, uh, you know, e-commerce site and just only sell products, you may consider Shopify over some of the others. Um, you know, I looked at Wix, I looked at the features of the pricing. Um, I looked at uh, <coughs> WordPress, uh, the, you know, the cost and whether, you know, and the maintenance issues um, of having a WordPress site and maintaining those sites. And then you also have, you know, Duda, um, D-U-D-A, and then you have Squarespace and so forth. So basically, you know, bottom line is, you know, based on the features, the pricing, functionality, et cetera, um, you, Duda actually, uh, D-U-D-A.co, Duda actually came out on top. 
Um, and I have an article, um, very long article coming out soon. Um, and uh, you can look for that if you're interested in that. If you want more information specifically about, you know, CMSs and so forth, then let me know. Um, moving on. So uh, domain names. Um, really, basically, what uh, have this week on domain names um, is that I have been hanging out in some of the uh, clubhouse rooms related to domain names from time to time. And what I have found is a consistent um, hot topic, right? So people who are um, in the domain name industry and you know they they want to know more about SEO. Um, they're particularly interested in the crawling, indexing, and ranking of particular domain names based on the TLD, based on the top-level domain. And the top-level domain is actually, you know, .com, .org is the ending. Um, it's the, the stuff to the right of the dot. Some, uh, for example, there's, you know, some examples are .xyz and um, .com, .org. Um, dot co, et cetera. So in fact, um, what I had done uh, a while back was some actual real testing, okay? So basically I went ahead and uh, bought a bunch of domain names, one with the, you know, with the same name, uh, random word, um, with this, with uh, different endings or different TLDs, and basically put up twenty five page websites and went through the process of crawl, you know, of getting them crawled, indexed, and ranked. And um, it was interesting because they all had an equal chance. Uh, and so, you know, and and there were very, there were winners in certain areas. For example, the XYZ got crawled and indexed its pages faster than any of the others. Um, however, the .NET um, actually end up ranking the best after eight months, um, even after eight months. Um, and so it's consistent. So uh, that's kind of in the domain area and that a lot of people have been interested in. I do have that research outline um, online and it has been published. So that said, um, I do need uh, to do updated testing on those. And I plan uh, on uh, the second half of this year um, to get that done. Um, regardless, um, that uh, information is still out there. And if you have any questions, comments um, about that, let me know. And um, this has been the Digital Marketing with Bill Hartzer podcast for Thursday, August 11th, 2022. Thanks for joining me this afternoon. And I'll see you again next week. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 